listening to Vet Candy. This show is brought to you by Care Credit, helping veterinary practices discover more ways to make care possible. Learn more at carecredit.com backslash vet insights. Hey, 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 it's Dr. Jill, and you're listening to Real Talk on Vet Candy, where we talk with the coolest people on the planet. Maybe I'm biased, but it does seem like we talk with a lot of veterinary professionals more than average guy. But hey, what can I say? Vets and vet stuff and vet teams, awesome. I also wanted you to know that we've been doing a casting call. We've been looking nationwide, globally, everywhere for some new talent for our vet candy shows. And I'm so excited to introduce you today to somebody who is trying out to be a host on our show. So I'm so excited to introduce you today to Busy, who is going to be the guest host for this show today. She's going to be trying out to be one of our amazing hosts. And for those of you who may not know who this cool cat is, Busy is the passionate and curious cat who is helping Care Credit inspire, support, and empower Busy Veterinary Teens. Let's give a round of applause for Busy. Welcome to the show, Busy. I am so excited. Thank you for having me, Dr. Jill. I can't do this alone. I need some help from my friends. I got your back, Jack. Yeah, awesome. I have two mystery guests for you today. We're going to see how well you can do to get on our team. Oh, I'm a cat. I'm so confident. Oh, yeah, you are. So I'm going to give you three hints of who the guests are. Are you ready? I'm ready, always. They're best friends, number two. They're from Chicago, number three. They just won the Vet Candy Design and Innovation Award for their clinic, which is called Vetique. It's those two doctors, isn't it? It is. It is Dr. Jen Rennes and Dr. Jess Trice. I love those guys. I'm purring so loud right now. Y'all didn't even know. <laughs> so you guys, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. <laughs> so tell me, what do you like most about veterinary medicine and why is it cats? Because I've had cats all my life. <laughs> Dr. Jess is definitely the cat whisperer, must say it. <laughs> I have a cat that was a stray in my neighborhood. Dr. Jess has these beautiful show cats that should be in Cosmopolitan in like Gucci ads. What kind of cats are they, Dr. Jess? They are both Himalayans. The first one is a girl, Georgina, and I call her Gigi. And the second one is a boy, his name is Gelato. Tell me more about this Gelato. He's my big boy with a big heart. He's all about cuddles and love. So he's just a sweetheart, just loving to death. And Gigi, his sister, they're actually brother and sister, but from a different time. So different litters, but yeah, same mom and dad. <laughs> Oh, so you can slip in my number after the podcast, right? Just on the Lolo? I was going to say, we have to hook up gelato and baby here. That's right. Mama still hasn't teached him some things, but I'm sure we can fix something up. He hasn't been neutered? No, he's neutered. No surprises for Mr. Gelato. Poor fella. It's hard to comfort cats when they come into the clinic and they're getting fixed. I'm just like, yeah, man, it's going to be all right. Cheer them on. Good thing they don't remember afterwards. 
I said, you're just going to take a little nappy nap and you're going to wake up and you're going to just be a little lighter and that's all. I do have to admit, there has been a few times he has tried to hum. And Georgina just looks at him like, okay, like whatever. <laughs> oh, sibling rivalry. Well, that's not really rivalry though, is it? That's something else. <laughs> it's the opposite of sibling rivalry. <laughs> So tell me, y'all are doctors and you take care of wonderful, perfect kitty cats like me. Have you always known you wanted to be a doctor? For me, this is Dr. Jen. I really actually started out uh, pre-med going into human medicine. And my final year of college, I just decided to make a switch. (laughs) I like animals better than people. (laughs) Yeah, that's my backstory. What about you? Yeah, this is Dr. Juss. And um, actually, it happened when I was nine years old. My one cat that I had, uh, he was actually having some issues when he came back from a vacation. And uh, we rushed him to the emergency and found out he was blocked. Um, but at nine years old, I didn't know what any of that meant. I just knew my, the doctors just, please save my baby, my cat. And that feeling when they saved him, I was like, I want to do that for everybody else. Like, I just, I never forgot that feeling that they saved my cat's life. And that was my baby. So that was my turning point to wanting to be a veterinarian. Oh, I love that story. Before I came to work at Care Credit, when I was just astray, I know I was so thankful for the vets that came in and helped me and got me spayed and made sure I had all my shots, even though I hated them. I guess it's for the best. That's right. Keeps you healthy. Yes, it does. (laughs) So tell me, where did you go to school? I actually went somewhere very fun. (laughs) I am a grad of St. George's University in Grenada, which is in the West Indies, so the Caribbean. So I was getting my study on and my tan. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. It was pretty remarkable. I I spent my three academic years there, and then I shifted back to boring old Illinois, (laughs) Champaign-Urbana for my clinical year. So night and day difference in environment, that's for sure. (laughs) This is Dr. Jess. I started the same way while starting out at U of I, (laughs) the boring. (laughs) But I went to Alabama to Tuskegee University and uh, got to meet a lot of stray cats, just like you. (laughs) Oh, the best, my people. Like, seriously, I just, we had so many of them that would just come up to you and just want to be petted. So that was my experience there in Alabama. Came back with a Southern accent (laughs) for a year. People look at me like, where are you from? (laughs) Um, But that quickly faded. Yeah. Oh, and then I came back to uh, Chicago to practice. Okay. I hate to stop you here. I feel so bad. Keep your thoughts and let's go to a commercial break and we'll be right back. be right back with more vet candy. Vet candy makes learning fun with the most exciting experts on the planet. Become a vet candy member for exclusive access to our library of more than 100 studio qualities and race approved videos taped in 4K. Say hello to streaming and goodbye to boring webinars with us. Plus, members can connect with specialists and licensed mental health care experts on our forums and get answers to your burning questions with our knowledge database. You can even create a custom learning plan, keep track of your progress, and track your CE credits all in one spot. Your personalized learning journey starts with us. What are you waiting for? Sign up today at myvetcandy.com. So, your best friends, how did you meet? 
I love this story. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> it never gets old. Um, Dr. Jess was my mentor when I was a vet student back in what, 2010, 2011. Mm -hmm. um, I came home for summer break, my first semester, and I was matched with her through a student job program. And I always love to describe it as the blind date that went right. <laughs> <laughs> so we had never met each other. I, you know, we hit it off right from the start because we were essentially the same person, which Absolutely. really helped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had no idea the day she came in. I thought I was having a new veterinary technician. I was like, more hands to work with. I was mentoring her. And once we got to know each other, I mean, literally the first day, it just, we hit it off. And uh, yeah, we would always go out and- A lot in common. Yes. <laughs> going out to having our wines and even back then. I know. We could way yeah. back. I think we just hit our, whatever it was, 11 year Facebook friend Wow, that's a that's really a long time. That's awesome. It is. We're officially married. <laughs> yeah, you are at this point. My goodness. Facebook official. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You said that you guys have all kinds of things in common. But Jen, she's jumping out of airplanes and climbing mountains. I just don't see Jess doing that. You have to have the, the crazy spontaneous one, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, you name it, I'll likely attempt it. So oh. that was cool. I started off 2023. I summited 19,000 feet top of Mount Kilimanjaro. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> you climbed Mount Kilimanjaro? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Not easy mountain, but it's a doable mountain. Like you don't have to be extremely fit to do it. Um, Although she is. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say that. It was definitely strenuous towards the top. But yeah, I mean, it's totally doable. We expedited our, it was supposed to be a seven day trip, but I shortened that into five because I didn't want to rough it and intense <laughs> longer than I had to. And yeah, it, it was great. I mean, made it to the top. So altitude sickness is real. I didn't really know that was a thing. So this, girl, this chick is real guys. She's a tough one. <laughs> While I can definitely respect it, I'm an inside cat and would much rather sleep on top of the keyboard, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Have you gone to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, Dr. Jess? Have I? No, but oh, but we did do a mountain when we, we went did. to Hawaii. Ridge, something Ridge Trail. It yes. was, it was in Maui. Maui, yes. And that took up quite a few hours. We um, were there for a CE event, yeah. so we obviously studied a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we did a hike. It was really cool, though. Hikes here and there. It was actually a long hike, though, and it was tough. It was tough, yeah. too. It was yeah. like all mud. Yeah. I just remember sliding down. And I, yeah, I threw away my shoes afterwards. <laughs> So what is the hardest part of being a doctor? Because we all know it's not all puppies and kittens. Right. It is not, although I wish it was. But we see, um, I would say the hardest part would be the euthanasias. Yeah. Um, that's always tough, especially when you know these patients for a long time. You develop a relationship with them because they become your family. Um, and so it really gets to your heart. And to be quite frank, I mean, it, it hits us every single time when we're euthanizing a pet because that's a life, you know, that is going to be euthanized but you know it's it's always tough and, and battling that right now with Bentley yeah. my, he's been a long-term patient of mine he's now like a 12 year old golden doodle and he just you know out of nowhere started developing some non-specific signs not wanting to eat losing weight some diarrhea and it took a bit weeks of investigation but he's got cancer so we were able to get an answer but now it's just kind of 
that process of keeping him comfortable and have to make that decision when the time's right, you know, just to maximize his quality of life. So tell me about fatigue. It sounds really bougie and I would like to go there. He was certainly been into fatigue. Yes, been. <laughs> We'll have a Paseco spritzer waiting for you. Or a Cabernet, whatever is your liking. I would like one of each, and I'll just come now and send for my things. We'll have it all set up and ready for you. <laughs> Great. Give me like six hours, and I'll be on the next flight. Well, when you come to our clinic, it's by home collection, too, with the atmosphere, the smell. You know, you're presented with um, this bar that we have inside. It's right in our lobby. So right when you enter, we have our reception split with a bar. So the goal of that was really to make it a comfortable, stress-free, relaxing environment for the clients and the patients. Do you ever get stressed out busy when you go to vet clinics? I don't think I've ever been stressed out in my life because I just kind of don't care. As long as I have food and somewhere to lay, like, well, since I've, I've worked for a care credit anyway, when I was a stray, oh, sure, I was stressed all the time. I was losing hair. I was having pee pee problems. It was no good. But now, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm the cat's whiskers and I'm loving it. So what made you start your own clinic? We both started off in corporate vet med and I've been practicing for eight years now and I had five jobs with fatigue being my final, obviously, but yeah, started with corporate. I went from there and then tried um, private practice, which wasn't you know the, the right niche for me as well. And that brought me to relief work while Dr. Jess and I just chatted about plans to get fatigue um, started. So it was a pretty long process, about three years from start to finish, but well worth it. Here we are. We're taking the reins and just you know making our own rules and trying yeah. to revolutionize vet med. I've heard it probably 10 times already just in the past couple of months, how little Jack never responded this way to a vet visit. He's completely comfortable. He's, you know, smiling, he's playing, he's engaging. So, you know, it's definitely great positive feedback we've gotten. And the owners are actually okay of allowing us to take their pets in the back too, if needed, if you have to draw blood or something like that. Because sometimes pet parents are nervous of letting their babies out of their sight and they see how well we treat them, the owners, and their pets. And so it's been a very great experience all around. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. Because when our people are nervous, that makes us nervous, just like you were saying. So if they've got a little drinky drink and some lavender, and they're feeling good, then I'm not going to worry. And then you guys can do your job better, too, because sometimes it's easier to take care of pets without mom and dad in the room. Absolutely. They have really found you know, a, a happy spot at the bar. <laughs> We've got some plugins. So they just bring a laptop. They do some work. They enjoy that glass of wine. Oh, perfect example. <laughs> we did a surgery um, oh, a while ago. Time. Yeah. And it was an emergency surgery. And it was a, a mother and her daughter. And literally we took their pet downstairs, did a, a surgery, took out a foreign body out. And they're upstairs enjoying our bar, having some wine. Watching Netflix. Watching TV. We had the technicians go up and like letting them know how things were going, you know, keeping them up to date. Like it was the perfect environment scenario, best thing could ever happen. And they were so happy of how everything turned out. And they were so relaxed the entire time. And that's the goal. That's what we wanted is to make them relaxed. It was probably the most rewarding experience of my career, I'd say, when we were able to toast uh, with a glass of champagne because we had just saved that little guy's life. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. So when I come to visit, 
I need you to put a keyboard bed next to the TV where you're playing Netflix so that I can lay in front of it because that's the only place I'm going to want to lay. I'm going to be honest with you. And then you can bring me some churros and some kitty wine and I'll just lay there in front of the TV. And, you know, I feel like I would be a very valuable asset to Vatik. That you sounds like the perfect, perfect spot. <laughs> it is the perfect spot. I hear pet parents all this time say that it can be expensive. Like vet care is expensive. Everything's expensive now. Do you have a hard time with the money talk with people? I feel like it's always been a challenge since I started as a vet um, because it can be uncomfortable. I feel that pet parents at least appreciate the conversation. I think it's super important, you know, just to be transparent about it. And Nobody likes surprises. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sticker shocks. That doesn't really help out you know, stressful situation if we have a a pretty sick fur baby. So my humans at Synchrony say that even a bill of just 250 can trigger so much stress. Absolutely. Because it can be unplanned, you know, so not all people have that emergency fund readily available. I spent mine on churros. I haven't regretted it yet. But my humans might, you know, next time I eat a hair tie, they might be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have bought all those churros. And I'll be like, it's fine. Even though in the long run, that's not a lot of money. Like you said, if it's unplanned, that can really mess somebody up. I mean, that's an electric bill or, you know, a car note or or something. That's that's a lot. So that's part of why I really like the Care Credit credit card because it allows our humans to pay over time and that in turn makes it less stressful for you, the doctors, because it allows you an option to give a quote unquote payment plan, you know, payment options. It's easier for the pet parents. Payment yeah. options while we're able to offer gold standard care because it's not taking away from, you know, we don't have to resort to plan B and plan C. We can do plan A yeah. um, if finances are set aside. I've even seen pet parents use this for routine checkups and mild ailments as well, not just for emergencies, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. And you know that the cost conversation, it doesn't have to be scary, especially when you introduce payment options. Clients want you to bring up the cost of care according to the AVMA research, which is kind of the opposite of what we've thought for a long time, because money talk is uncomfortable. Absolutely. I sometimes, if I realize people are upset, I'll go into the exam room with them and I'll kind of sit with them and I overhear them talking to the doctor because, you know, I'm a cat and people aren't going to tell me no. I feel like they really appreciate it when you're transparent about cost because it's kind of an open conversation. And if there's a limit that they have or it gives you the opportunity to discuss the care credit credit card as well. Important just to put it out on the table for sure. Just given my experience with it. Yeah. I like you guys. I like your clinic. I'm ready to come visit. Can clients come into the exam room at your clinic or do they pretty much stay out in the bar? I mean, that's where I would stay. (laughs) (laughs) They absolutely come into our, uh, into the exam rooms because that's where the examination, everything happens. But then after that is done, they have the option to hang out at the bar if they like, depending on what treatments or things that we're doing with their pet. Or they can simply just stay in the room as well too. If they want to have a little privacy and continue drinking their at Paul Roll spritzes. (laughs) (laughs) So walk me through a self-care day with Dr. Jen and Dr. Jess. 
<laughs> well, I specifically focus in on my monthly chiropractic visits and I also get therapeutic massages. And that's really just to kind of help my chronic tension headaches and migraines due to stress. Can you imagine why? Because you work with humans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'll speak for both of us. We yeah. both like to exercise. That's definitely a great release. I know I typically work out end of day, whereas Dr. Jess is more of the early bird. The opposite. <laughs> On the day, she's a night girl. Yes. <laughs> so I don't understand the whole exercise thing. Uh, but, you know, good good for you guys. That's great. Well, we have to get you one of those wheels. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? <laughs> <He's spinning. laughs> I will say if it wasn't for my exercise, I just had a baby. She's three and a half months old. And, girl, I worked out the entire time. I literally worked out the day before she was born. And that delivery couldn't have been any easier. I literally, I called my little football. Four pushes and she was out. She was done. <laughs> So, oh my gosh, a little human kitten. Congratulations. <laughs> she is my little kitten. <laughs> yeah, I bet she's perfect. She is. <laughs> but yeah, no, just like what Dr. Jess said, I like to do my meditation and prayer. I work out and do all that stuff in the morning, get myself met- mentally, physically, and spiritually ready before I start my day. And then, of course, nursing my daughter before going off to work. And then uh, at nighttime, I like to just shut everything down for at least an hour when I go home. I don't like to uh, like to kind of decompartmentalize from everything and then uh, back to whatever. But I also like my spas, spas once a month, getting the hair done, <laughs> the eyelashes and nails. That is a necessity Absolutely. for my mama, Jess. <laughs> That sounds absolutely perfect. And you have a new show on Vet Candy, and one of the episodes is about self care. Is that right? Self care, baby. You'll hear more, more details in the show. Oh, yes. Yeah. So everybody go check that out. You really, really should. And before we wrap it up, I, okay, so Dr. Jess and Dr. Jen, I like to play Would You Rather. Uh, are y'all down for a few Would You Rather questions? Let's do it. <laughs> yes, Jinx. Okay. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Ooh, that is a good one. I'd probably say the long game because then you have the ability to alter your short-term vision, right? You could. Yes. I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say short-term. Yeah, I would think the short-term because that can actually help you foresee what the long-term would be. If any changes I need to do now, I can do it. <laughs> Having my faith also in, in the future. So uh, yeah, I think the short-term for me. I want to <laughs> see all the flying cars. I mean, yeah. that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> flying cars do sound good. I would have to go with the short-term because I'm all about some instant gratification and I need to make sure I get my way. So as long as I know I'm going to get my way, I'm good. We're Gucci. Would you rather... Have telekinesis, which is the ability to move things around with your mind, or telepathy, which is the ability to read minds. Gosh. Ooh, telepathy. <laughs> Have you not watched what women want or what men want? Ah, oh, that would be awesome. Wait, did you do you remember that movie? I feel like it would be terrifying though to know what everyone else would, would know certain things. Oh yeah, that could be stressful. That could ruin relationships. I think so too. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes better left unsaid or unthought. Yeah, I don't know. 
I would have to go with telekinesis because then I wouldn't have to get up to go to my food and water bowl. I could just bring it to me. So you could stay at your spot on the piano right by the uh, bar. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But only if there's someone trying to play the piano. Otherwise, it doesn't really appeal to me. So everyone do the work for you. Is that what you're trying to say, Busy? Absolutely. Would you rather have Beyonce's talent or Jay-Z's business acumen? I'm going to say business. I feel, well, I feel like talent you have to be naturally born with. Business you can at least acquire. Right? Well, I think going through this, we, we're, we're talented doctors. Right. But business, I boy, we're learning. It. We're learning. So we're, we're actually learning. Like, we're doing that right <laughs> so now. Anyway, I guess we're Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. There's our answers. Talent. We're Beyonce. <laughs> Oh, everyone loves Beyonce. I have to go with Beyonce, too, because she's just, she's the cat's whiskers. Well, I think what you guys are doing is so awesome. I think that's just the coolest thing. Your clinic sounds so amazing. I'll put in my transfer request immediately. And I really appreciate that you use the Care Credit credit card because that's going to allow so many pet parents to take care of their furry family members. Oh, it is. It will. And it has. And we'll continue to promote care credit because it's just a, a wonderful thing to have. We're the biggest cheerleaders for it. Yay. Well, you're the second biggest cheerleaders for it because <laughs> I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let you keep that crown. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to give it up anyway. So, <laughs> well, you guys are really the cat's meow. I really enjoyed talking to you too. Oh, you as well, busy. busy. Well, Busy, you did a great job. You got an A++++ co-hosting, or actually hosting. I love listening to the story. I knew a lot of stuff about Jess before, but I didn't know a lot about Dr. Jen. I knew she was doing some amazing things, but now I feel like my life is super boring compared to them. Right? I mean, I'm cool with boring life, but I can see where you humans would feel inferior. I'm not that cool. I'm just very <laughs> she is cool. I'm a little too spontaneous. Kilimanjaro. One word. Kilimanjaro. If I went there, I would have a shirt that I'd wear every day that says, I went to the top of Kilimanjaro. And all I got was this t-shirt. You know, I think I may have gotten my hiking itch out of that. <laughs> After that one, that's yeah. for sure. But it was definitely experience. Have you heard of a misogi? A misogi, the Japanese word? Crickets, crickets, crickets. Nobody's heard of it. No, I'm guessing not. <laughs> it's basically the whole idea behind that book, The Comfort Crisis. And essentially what it tells you to do is pick one thing every year that is really, really freaking hard. <laughs> something you can complete that won't kill you, but basically just you're supposed to get out of that comfort crisis of your life. So um, that was my first Misogi. <laughs> so thank you for listening. And you guys check out Vetique Chicago. You can learn all about them on Vet Candy. And thank you, Busy. You were awesome. You got the job. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. This information is shared solely for your convenience. Neither Synchrony nor any of its affiliates, including CareCredit, make any representations or warranties regarding the services described, and no endorsement is implied. It's 
Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.